Hello sisters. In my previous videos I talked a bit about who I am and how I got to doing what I'm doing now. And that I had a little more self-doubt on this than I'd like to admit. Today I want to give you a bit more context of really how I learned what I'm going to share with you and the world living it forward and as always, please comment below or email me after you read it and let me know what you went through, what you learned, what is happening in your life. I'd love to hear from you. You know, if I was going to brighten people's lives with a practical, no-nonsense approach, I still had and have a lot of work to do, but I'm up for it in a big way. If you watch the first videos carefully, you may know some of it already. But if you are like me, you may have missed some important points the first time. The most important moment for me growing up was really when I was about 16. I was browsing a library in Germany and an English language book fell in my lap serendipitously. The book was by the humanist psychologist Carl Rogers on becoming a person and I still remember the feeling of longing amazement at reading this title. This is what I want to do with my life, I thought. I'm still at it today, 44 years or so later. I'm talking about this in my TEDx talk from February 26, 2022. Reading books and learning new things always was a major source of inspiration for me. What are you currently reading, sister? Let me know if you want to. And I always had a smile on my face. Always pretended that always good. I had this under control. Even though deep down I knew that I didn't. But I was struggling. Sometimes I didn't even know it myself. And after immigrating to Canada with my two teenage boys, after my first husband's suicide, I was lonely in a strange environment. And I was close to ending it all myself. After near suicide, I was admitted to a local psychiatric hospital. This is the end, I thought. It can't get only lower. I'm such a failure. I'll never get up again. You know that feeling? And a sweet nurse helped me to realize that I was acting all the time. I had been a fake all my life without knowing it. My smile had been completely fake. And deep down at 38 years old, I still really didn't know who I was or what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And without my work, without others validating and loving me, I felt that I was worthless as a human being. So I turned to eating even more. And here's a picture of me in 2005 at my highest weight. The smile on my face is obviously fake. After the long struggle with depression and anxiety and constant emotional eating, I was at the end of my rope. I have to do something, I told myself. I had tried so many diets, made so many New Year's resolutions, 
Doctors had told me that my sore back would never got, get better until I lost weight and started exercising. I could hardly remember my previous self. In my previous life, I had been a successful physician in Germany, married to another physician. Look at me now, I thought sadly. Here I am, obese, in chronic pain, depressed, a wreck. A worthless human being, an utter failure. There was no hope for me, I thought. And then I realized something. This is not the life I want to live going forward, I said to myself. I want a brighter future for myself, my kids, then teenagers and others. So I made a decision. A decision to change my life. That was the start of a very rocky journey to a better life. I went for weight loss surgery and then I st started searching for help with my depression. But really I was searching for meaning, for something to make my life and that of others worthwhile. Looking back I realized that all this has been necessary to make me appreciate hard it is was that even though I knew a lot and I'm very smart like I was always told but this all doesn't prevent you at all from experiencing the most human things the dark night of the soul struggle even failure the obese woman with a smile on her face on the image certainly didn't feel like a success then I will tell you about the other woman 11 years later on the next image. So after the first picture was taken, I sat down, exhausted from just getting in and out of the car, tears trickling down my face and thought, how ridiculous is it that I as a doctor, a smart woman, can't even help myself? My husband, I'll tell you the unlikely story of how we met in a later video. He turned to me and said one of the smartest things I heard anyone ever say. Please excuse his language, he's a man and he's very direct and down to earth. So he said to me, you know dear, we all eat the same, we all shit the same. Think about that for a moment. As I did it, I realized three things. Number one, I'm no different than any other human being, although I used to think I was better than others. I wasn't better because of my education, my money. Boy, I was so wrong. Second, I don't need to be perfect, which I always tried to be. There, I was wrong again. And third, if I wanted my world to change for the better, I myself had to change and take responsibility for all my actions, good or bad, smart or stupid, and stop complaining. And you know, this is the truth. I realized that if I was to create a brighter future for myself and those I cared about, 
it was up to me to make this a reality. And I realized if I was to create a brighter future for myself and those I cared about, it was up to me to make this a reality, not to medications, doctors, therapists or anything or anyone else. I actually had to do the things I needed to do, not just think about them or wish for them and dream about them. Because that's what I used to do. So my motto became this, stop dreaming, start doing. And I started to take action. And you know, just like a baby learning to walk, I had to learn to take small action steps in a better direction than I was used to do. Well, really, I had no direction. So I tried to get up, only to fall down again. Started to do and try different things to take action. And sometimes this turned out to be going in a helpful direction. And sometimes it backfired badly. Some actions were having bad consequences. For example, I lost a lot of money and I went in debt for things I really didn't need. I wasted a lot of time on things that I should have known better that wouldn't work. And I lost totally focus and sometimes I got so excited that I tried to do 17 things at once. Oops, even my brain doesn't work that way either. But I went on, living forward, trying new things, doing different things, learning from my mistakes making more mistakes, going on. And I can be stubborn. Ask my husband, he knows. And you know what? Over time, I became better at it. I made better choices. I became strategic. And I want to say I'm perfect now. <laughs> Old habits die slow, right? So here's the truth. Old sayings are still around because most of the time they're true. And my dear hubby sure reminds me every day that I'm not perfect. So it goes in life. Two steps forward, one step back. Well, for me this often meant two steps forward, 1.99 step back. Or sometimes two and a half step backs. Or maybe only a half a step back. <laughs> Can you tell I like numbers and statistics? <laughs> and even these days, to avoid getting discouraged and frustrated with world events, client struggles and personal failures, I still need to remind me often of the good things that I experienced, the happy memories and how my own struggles led me to become the person I am today. That the time spent struggling was not just wasted lifetime. And I am now so much happier of all medications except supplements and when I fall off the bandwagon or slip into my dark space for a few days, I get out much faster. My smile is for real now. I'm sparkling. I'm doing something that I never thought I would be doing. I am living my best life while helping others to do the same. You know, I discovered that true giving to others is only possible when your own cup is filled to the overflow so you can share without losing your spark yourself. It is creating this spark in others. 
It is creating the sparkle in others' eyes that gives my life meaning now. Having been an inpatient in a psychiatric hospital, having gone through the abyss myself, I know how it feels to be stuck deep in the hole. Most physicians and psychologists have never experienced this true despair of life themselves. And fallen and pushed off the pedestal that I was put on by education and society, I became just another human being. And it is me now who has the privilege to meet another human being that is suffering and listen to him or her, not the other way around. I use my very human experiences now as a brain and mental health coach to connect with my clients on a very different level than most other practitioners trying to help people going through the dark night of the soul. I love helping people who are in a space where I have been not too long ago myself. Nobody is born knowing how to navigate through life. Our childhood experiences and life experiences are very different. But we are all human beings going through this life on this planet Earth together. Deep down, we are all the same. Remember my husband saying, we all can learn from the past, look forward to a brighter future, and live in the here now. These days my eyes sparkle, most of the time, with excitement and energy. So the fact that I could get through this all, from being a total wreck on the floor of a QT room, that is a locked room with just a mattress and a hole in the ground, in a mental hospital, to rebuilding my life from the ground up and building a successful coaching business from scratch twice without much money. Actually from making mistakes, going deep into debt and going through personal bankruptcy. Being able to publish by now seven books and I am a multiple number one best-selling author. From speaking on stages and online and I just did my first TEDx talk. From holding webinars, events, podcasts, video, and really sparkling. So the fact that I could do all this from being suicidal in a mental hospital, diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder of all things, major depression, and avoidant and dependent personality disorder. By the way, they're all reversible, let me tell that. This fact only proves to me that you can do similar things. Believe me, my dear sister, the gap between being hopeless and depressed and dragging myself through life and now truly creating a brighter future for myself and others had years of tears, sweat and hard work in the middle. It contained so many fears, frustrations and setbacks. All the medications and psychotherapy alone couldn't truly give me the tools, accountability and practical tips to help me to transform myself to the person I wanted to become. I wish I had had a coach to help me guide up my mountain of life when I was down struggling. And this is why I am now transforming my own business from just coaching individuals 
which by itself is a very satisfying and great endeavor, to creating a community of sparkle sisters, of women, transforming the world together, while sharing the tools that I discovered and wished that had been there for me at the time I needed them most, and those that other women discovered and that helped them. For you to choose and pick what feels right for you, when it feels right to you, and to create the most important thing that I missed out on, and that even more people are missing out now, a community, a community of like-minded individuals, a community of like-minded women, sisters at heart like you and me, Sparkle Sisters. Come on, let's co-create a brighter future for ourselves, our kids, and the world around us. Fellow Sparkle Sisters, watch out for the next video. I want to tell you about one of us, another brave Sparkle Sister who is sharing her story. I'll have more of them, but she will be the first.